sounds like the mayor of Shreveport is having a hard time uh, even getting on the ballot to be reelected. Am I right in saying that? You're absolutely correct in saying that. And I would say welcome to the world of Louisiana politics. Nothing is ever simple and easy here. And you would think running for the office of mayor for the incumbent would just be as simple as getting up in the morning and tying your shoes, right? But that's not what happened here. The mayor filed something uh, a little more than two weeks ago called the uh, notice of candidacy. That's the form that you go, your election paperwork, let's just call it that, uh, that you have to fill out to show that you qualify to run for office. And on the very top of that, is your address, your residency, or a legal word, your domicile. And the mayor filled that out, and a week later, that's the qualifying period that you can object. You get three days to qualify in Louisiana. You either pay an amount of money, or you get a certain number of signatures. You fill out that form I was talking about. You submit it. There's a three-day period. You can do that. And within seven days, anyone can file something called an objection to that. Well, on the seven-day period, someone filed an objection in saying that the mayor's address on that form was wrong. And so here we are now. Uh, the mayor has gone through two rounds of legal fights to try to uh, stay on the ballot, and he's lost at both uh, levels so far. Is this something that's unique to Louisiana politics, maybe even unique to Shreveport politics, or just something that can happen across the country? Just it's so rare, nobody really thinks about it. That's a great question, and largely it's something that's going to be limited to Louisiana, or at least as far as I know, because of, of this little technicality. We all know, uh, generally, when you're speaking for office, you have to live, you have to reside in the um, uh, jurisdiction of the office of which you're trying to uh, run for. So in this case, he has to live within the city limits of, of Shreveport, Louisiana, right? Well, there's also something in the residence requirement under Louisiana law that says you have to, A, register uh, to vote within that ward um, or be registered, eligible to register to vote in that ward. And then if you get something called a homestead exemption, which is a, a special tax here in Louisiana for a home that you own and buy, then you have to register to vote under that address and you have to qualify to vote, uh, qualify for office under that homestead exemption address. Well, what happened here was four years ago when the mayor ran, he actually lived in an address with his mother. But he ended up buying a home uh, in Shreveport about a year later, and he moved downtown, but he never changed his voter registration. And when he went to uh, qualify to vote, he was getting the homestead exemption downtown at his condo, but he tried to qualify under his mother's address mm. in the southern part of the city. Well, there was a voter who caught that error, and they objected, saying that under the law as prescribed by Louisiana, didn't fill out the form right. You have to you have to qualify in the manner prescribed by law, meaning, you know, if you have the homestead exemption, that's where you have to fill out the paperwork. That's where you have to technically run for office. He didn't do it. The trial court uh, shot him down. He filed an appeal with the state uh, Second Circuit Court of Appeal. We got that opinion today. Strike two for the mayor. So now he's down to his last appeal, and that's to the state Supreme Court. It's a technicality. One, the mayor tried to say, look, it was just an honest mistake. <laughs> right? He, he, he tried to blame it on our news cameras. Uh, the lights there, he said, you know, it was an honest mistake. I was nervous. The cameras were there. But he invited us there. And one of the judge actually called him out on that, saying, you know, that sounds disingenuous. Mm -hmm. You invited the media there. You're a graduate of Harvard Law School. You're a graduate of the West Podic. Uh, West uh, Point Academy. You served in Afghanistan. How are you getting nervous under 
the lights of a TV camera, and they've continued his disqualification. So here we are. Uh, the incumbent mayor may not be running for office. I want to ask you what the Supreme Court potentially may do in just a second. First, I want to go back to the resident who pointed out this this issue. My initial thought was this particular resident might be a somebody who doesn't like the mayor politically. Is that the case, or does politics not play a factor here? Well, politics are definitely playing a factor here. There are nine other candidates running for office, and the mayor quickly came out to say it was one of his Democratic rivals uh, that had uh, filed this objection or was a sympathizer for his. Then he reversed course after he lost the trial court and said it was all of his opponents coming together to uh, suppress vote here in Shreveport, and that it was a, a simply they're wanting him off the, the ballot. But now what it turns out to be, uh, according to some uh, sources and things that we've looked into, uh, it was an unaffiliated person who has a political vendetta against the mayor for some decisions that he made early in his term. So it doesn't look like it's someone who's uh, a sympathizer for one of the other candidates. It's someone who was let's say, ticked off with some of the mayor's policies early in his candidacy or in his administration, who has now exacted the revenge by going after his uh, qualification forms. And so far, he's successful in getting the mayor removed from the ballot. Sure. Politically, what implications could these have on the community of Shreveport? Well, you know, the mayor was a very popular mayor when he was elected four years ago, but he has stumbled. And so there's been a lot of question whether he would get into the runoff primary. We have what they call a jungle primary in Louisiana. So regardless of party affiliation, the two candidates that get the top percentage vote will go into the general election, unless someone can get 50.01% of the vote of the top two vote getters uh, run to the general election, and that would be held in December, the primaries in November. But there's been a lot of question of whether uh, the Democratic backing for uh, Mayor Perkins is here now. And there's two very strong candidates, one a Republican and an independent um, that have uh, some longstanding uh, political uh, credibility here in Shreveport that are running against them, too. So it's, it's a very crowded field. The mayor had an uphill battle to begin with. Uh, but now this, um, if you want to call it unforced error, sure. uh, has even put back that he's likely not to even be standing on the primary ballot come November. You mentioned that this resident was upset at some, some moves the mayor made early in his tenure. Do you know what those moves may have been? Yeah, it, it largely surrounded, uh, we have two airports here in Shreveport. We have the regional airport where all the big planes fly in, and then we have the downtown airport, which is more of a smaller private uh, airport. And there was a dispute over leases revol uh, revolving around hangars there. And uh, just to put it simply, the mayor and his administration changed the way those leases worked. They were pretty cheap. Uh, they had the legal ability, I guess, to tear them up. They tore them up uh, and put on a more... Um, expensive, onerous leases, and I guess some of the people who had had those uh, plush leases didn't like it, had promised uh, revenge against the mayor, and they may be getting their uh, desserts now, served about three years later. Mm. Stacy, my final question, and you mentioned it earlier, the Supreme Court's uh, going to hear this case, it seems like. Is there any indication as to what they may potentially rule uh, at this point? Well, that's a great question. We can't say that the Supreme Court will hear it, right? All these election matters are on an expedited basis. So Mayor Perkins and his legal team have 48 hours to uh, apply for a writ of certiorari from the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, unlike the trial court in the uh, Second Circuit Court of Appeal, 
they're on no certain time frame. They can decide whether to hear this uh, or not in any time frame they want. It's an interesting uh, issue that has now been heard four different times by three different circuit court of appeal here in Louisiana. Each time, three times prior to this fourth time, the Supreme Court has simply affirmed the lower court's opinion without uh, um, any type of written opinion. They've just affirmed it and let it go. So we don't know that the Supreme Court will pick it up. If, if they cover suit as they have in the past, they won't hear it. But I need to point out that in those other cases, they were much smaller offices. It wasn't the uh, mayor, the incumbent mayor of, of Louisiana's third largest city. So um, you would you would stand to think that the Supreme Court's going to pick up this novel issue. Uh, two of the, the circuit courts had differing opinions, too. So we, we have a we have a challenge. We have different opinions going on at the circuit level. So it would seem that this would be the right case for the court to pick up. But hey, look, the Supreme Court in Louisiana, just like the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C., on the federal level, they do what they sure. do. They decide uh, when they want to hear a case and when they don't. And, uh, you know, we'll know in 48 hours if the uh, mayor is going to file his appeal, which everyone suspects he will. But we may not know for some matter in time whether uh, the Louisiana State Supreme Court is going to pick this up. And if they do, look, if they, if they do pick it up, it's an uphill battle for the mayor. Let's just put it that way. If it's just baseball, He's got a no two count on him right now, uh, and and he's looking at a fastball coming right down the plate. I will appreciate that comparison. That sums it up well. Stacy, anything else we should know about this particular issue? No, but if you love politics and you love wonky things that go off uh, rail, pay a lot of attention to Louisiana politics. I tell you, I've been here for five years, and it's never boring covering Louisiana politicians and Louisiana politics. Yeah, right now especially. Very fascinating. Stacy Cameron, investigative reporter for KSLA in Treeport, Louisiana. Stacy, thank you so much for your time on Local News Live.